0: Hello, you're listening to Stark Contrast, the Game of Thrones podcast at Movie Fail. I'm Soren Howe, and I'm here with Josh Rosenfield. And this week, we're discussing the sixth episode of season five, "Unbowed, Unbent, Unbroken." Um, so I don't know why we keep focusing on this, uh, but I'm just gonna say it because, uh, and it'll set the tone. I think <laughs> <laughs> this is very interesting. I'm sure this is a very interesting podcast. Um, so we, I keep bringing up titles and how whether or not they fit. I would say for better or for worse this title is uh has more meaning in this episode than just uh it's 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 straightforward meaning right so it's the it's the the words of of um House Martell yes yeah um but it has sort of an ironic tone especially with the the last scene and you know stuff with uh other characters in this I think it's an interesting it's it's generic enough that it can apply to a lot of characters. So like you could look at um, uh, Jorah, you know he he's got grayscale. His he just found out his father died, and we we'll talk all about all this. And the fact that he's still going, you know he still he still wants to you know get to Daenerys and do all that stuff. Or you could talk about Sansa and you know look at it sort of ironically. Or you could talk about House Martell, which is actually in this episode, and take it literally. Um, so there's a lot of cool, interesting. I actually think this this is one of the better titles in terms of it's in terms of how it actually applies to this episode.
1: Uh yeah, I agree. Um just as taken on its own in terms of like as an epi- as a title of an episode of television, it's it's interesting and it, it's it's good that they're taking kind of elements from the world that are not just things that are in the episode and naming naming the episode after that cuz yeah. like we talked about that got a little <laughs> boring and didn't really make much sense. Uh so this is yeah, it's it's three words. It's they have a kind of poetic uh combination and and it does it does apply to most most of the storylines. Uh but that is just about where like th- my appreciation for this episode stops. I
0: was gonna say I got you to say something positive about this episode. I have a episode, little more positive so to feel... say
1: right off yes, Oh, really, but we we'll, that's in our first storyline.
0: Okay, great. Um well you know, it was funny is I saw everyone's reaction uh to the um, to like to the episode and I, I saw because I hadn't seen it yet. I was delayed by a day, so I saw everyone freaking out and then you posted this. <laughs> Your tweets are hilarious. Oh, uh, Follow me at Jeff Rosen. If you're not following, if you're not following at Josh Rosenfield, you are not. You're not in the game on film Twitter. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I mean, the, the hyperbole is just—it's great. Although maybe it's not hyperbole. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Sometimes it is. It You'll <laughs> never know. Not happy. You'll never know, um, but I, anyway. So I'm watching the episode, and as I'm as it's starting, I'm like, "What is the problem with this episode? I don't understand." Because um, <laughs> it starts off; it's pretty good. Um, so it starts off with Arya in the uh, with the faceless men in the house of black and white, and uh, we get a lot more information here. And I just want to say, I think my theory theory was proven right about what they do with the dead bodies. That there's something else. Uh, I had suggested that I think in a previous podcast um and i think that this this confirms obviously there's a little bit more to what's going on with their um their ritual uh but i'm sure you're excited about this i don't know how much of the book has covered this oh yeah this stuff, is all so this, this is, is probably... this is
1: definitely book stuff this is another this is another oh, this thing is okay. where um i don't remember what set i was talking about last time but i said like this is so much cooler than i imagined it in the books the hall of, the hall of oh, faces really? is just
0: I was I didn't know what we were gonna see, but I was like, I bet we're gonna go into this place and just see faces all over the like the walls, or there's, we're gonna see like they're taking their heads or their faces or something. I knew that's what was going on. It's yeah, just it, it's, it, the, it's, it's the such a, it's just
1: a beautifully designed set. It looks so creepy, but so like I like the I like the lighting. The lighting is really interesting in that it's you know it's not dark or dim. You can see everything, but it's also kind of like muted and gray in a really in a, like an ominous way. So it's everything yeah, yeah, visible, yeah. but it still manages to be creepy.
0: It's very creepy, and they all look really real. Yeah, I I, I don't know if that real. was just me, but it seemed very real. You think there's a like George W. Bush like head real... somewhere in
1: there? <laughs> that would be. I really so hope there funny, is, especially
0: even even if it was just uh, you know in the corner of a room, like so you can't really see it, but the people who made the set know it's there. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> yeah, we got it. <laughs> Um, to, for people who don't know, ref that's a reference to uh the first season on the pikes. Um, where when Joffrey's walking around with Sansa, one of the pikes with heads on it that he's, you know, punished, you know, citizens or whatever. Uh, is is this old like unused George W. Bush head? For some reason, they decided to use that. Uh, perhaps intentionally, perhaps not. But and they uh, removed that
1: from the DVD release, and they
0: removed it from the yeah from the no no after the DVD had come out, they did a like a retroactive like all oh from yeah from yeah. here. But you can all, find pictures. And of it I think online. I have. Yeah, well, I have the old Blu-ray. I oh. believe. so now you have. A I got it item. right when it came out. <laughs> I do. I have a special one. So if anyone wants to make an offer, I'm not. <laughs> um but anyway, yeah, so yeah, so I thought this was great and I thought the stuff with uh Jagannagar was great. Um it was also really good with I guess her name's the she doesn't have a name, the waif um the her sort of compatriot uh Yeah,
1: that I really loved the scene with uh that scene where was she great. kind where she tells this whole backstory and what's interesting is that uh unless I'm forgetting something from the books, the waif doesn't have a backstory in the books. So the whole time she was telling that story... Maybe she doesn't hear it. Well, yeah, either. but the whole time she was telling that story, I was like buying it. I was like, oh, <laughs> maybe, maybe this is for real. I thought it was
0: brilliant because I totally... Yeah,
1: it. And, and then when she does the reversal, she's like, it's, it's, it was perfect. And I'm sure you know there were people who just assumed that she was lying for whatever reason because they know the whole history of all of Westeros and they know that the daughter doesn't exist for whatever house or whatever place. But I was right, totally right, right. taken in by that. it and it worked really well for
0: me. It did, an, it wasn't just, like, a cool moment, but it also helped, you know, develop what Arya is going to do uh, moving forward. I liked, and I liked her playing the, whatever, the game is, the lying game that she had to do. The, the same game sort of faces, of thing. I think. The game of faces, right. Uh, so she, and then there was an interesting point, right, where she says that she hated the Hound, I think?
1: Oh, yeah, and and Jenkins and uh, hits her for lying.
0: Yeah, for lying, and then he says you're lying to yourself, like, because you believe it, but it's not. The truth but that i don't understand how could you know that are you like detecting Yeah, micro, maybe she's like, like micro she does protest too face. much is that
1: what he's getting at <laughs> I, which i guess she does because she does like repeat it very loudly she does but um, but, but i don't what? know
0: what... So, so does that mean she doesn't like uh does that mean she actually really has is a big fan of um you know the boltons or whatever you know whoever else you know is on her well, yeah, I don't know what the list, you know, it's I don't know like, what the relevance no. <laughs> is
1: that she didn't hate the hound. Is there some? I, I just don't know how that's because it, like they make a big thing of it, as big a thing as they could make of it. You in anything it, it feels like a weird foreshadowing or reveal. But the hound, yeah, as far as know, we know, is, gonna... is dead and rotting underneath
0: a cliff. But is he? Or is, maybe he's not. That could be interesting. That's what I'm thinking is he might end up popping back. I up mean, yeah, he's we don't see as... him
1: like actually die. Who knows?
0: You know, we don't and uh, you know, she says I left him to die. You know, I wanted him to suffer or whatever. But that doesn't mean <laughs> somebody didn't happen by him. it would have been in,
1: great in, if okay she there. said I killed him and then he hits her for lying. That would have been real foreshadowing.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, that really would've that would have been a little on the nose. Uh but if he comes back and if the mountain's alive, then that means the Cleganes are very difficult to kill.
1: Yeah, and obviously by. they have to have a final battle in the final uh, in the finale.
0: Actually that would be really cool if the mountain and uh, <laughs> And they're both the reanimated
1: corpses. <laughs> Uh, how cool would oh that be. Oh my god, there? that would be the best.
0: That would be really cool. Um so yeah, I mean maybe that's what they're building towards. I mean they've given hints at both Cleganes being alive in this. That game. would be amazing.
1: Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> New fan theory.
0: You heard it here first. Um so yeah, I liked all this stuff. Uh again, I was uh I was very confused until we got to Dorne. Uh and pretty much everything in Dorne. Uh, sucked oh my god (laughs) this was so terrible i couldn't you know this was like it was on the level of so i'll say this before we get into the rest of the episode i just want to say uh including the last scene even including the last scene i do not think even amongst game of thrones episodes this is the worst episode i do think that there are pieces of it that are terrible like this uh especially when doran should be way more interesting I, i get the impression it should be way more interesting than it is um First of all, you have Doran as a location being cool. Uh, and then you have uh, Bronn and Jamie who are, uh, you know, uh, Alexander Siddig and Nikolai Costa Waldo are always, you know... Uh, Jerome Flynn buddies. is oh, sorry, not Alexander not, Sorry, Jerome, Jerome Flynn. Doran. And Alexander Siddig yeah. is Doran, right. Um, sorry, uh, Jerome Flynn. And they're, they're always excellent together, right? So the rest of the ingredients are all here, and yet... Does doesn't work, and then what's even worse, are the sand snakes, like oh, it's almost comically bad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the way this whole thing plays out. Yeah, let's, like, let's let's break, let's break down this all. Let's list, break it, it in. All let's bad. break in. It's all bad. Even the Jamie Braun stuff, which is you know, again, you got to work at that. So you have the uh, the sand snakes make a plan to get to Marcella, and ja- and so do Jamie and Braun. Uh, and oh my god! Right, so. Right. <sighs> And then to sneak into the city, this is the this is one of my favorite parts where they sneak into the gardens or whatever, <laughs> wherever they are. Uh, they're they're in the outfits, which is fine. But then they just sort of come through the main gates on horses, and then like the the it's it really is funny and not in like a like they're actually really good at stealth, but this is just funny to watch because like they're so good at it and everyone else doesn't know what they're doing. But they like come in a, with a line of people. And then they like make it as if they're following them, and then immediately turn to like somewhere else. I'm like, yeah, no one would notice. You're right next. This to the was like you, you didn't used, even go. You with could them. put
1: like uh, comedy horns over this, and it would be absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's. Really, what were they yeah. thinking with this? It, it it's so like halfway. And, and then Scooby-Doo. the sand snakes.
0: Well, yeah, and the sand—I mean, the, the funniest part about all of this is the time frame. <laughs> in which it happens is like two minutes. Their entire <laughs> they, they like, both it, it both they like show up at the same time. Which at is, you know, time, which is
1: okay, but the way that they both, like, where, where we see them before they enter, it's not like they, this is, we know that this is the most vulnerable time or whatever, so obviously they would both come. It's like the Sand Snakes, first of all, um,
0: uh... Well, they don't do it at night, and we know that, we know that, uh, Doran, who is played by Alexander Siddick, can see the entire gardens, right? So there's, it's a clearly <laughs> visible light. on the balcony! It's the most visible thing, and it's the only place we've seen in Doran for some reason, and it's the most open, visible possible place. And that's where he says, you know what, that's where I'm going to go and try and get my quote-unquote niece. I'm going to go straight in and just be like, hey, I need to talk to you. And then she's just going to come with me. Wh- wh- why would that be a plan? And then even better, the Sand Snakes have the same plan. <laughs> <laughs> to then defy uh, the the leadership by doing it right in front of him with absolutely no... <laughs> sense of i mean it's like contrast that's the the thing i immediately thought of was uh when they go to um oh where is it with with danny and the uh the what is seven sons or whatever they're called when they uh
1: when they invade when they take the valantis i think or no
0: no it's is it it's
1: um shoot it's it's one of the slavers bay cities
0: it's one of those, yeah, one of those cities. But you remember when they do that whole thing with Dario Naharis? Oh, and yeah, yeah. You know, he goes in. That's, that was great. I don't understand how you can write that scene. And it's obviously, I don't even know if it was the same writer or anything. But how can the same show have <laughs> have a scene where, like, they plan it out. There's a great scene where you're not sure who's going to live, who's going to die. But there's, like, some sort of logic to it. They want to free this or open that gate or whatever the hell they were doing. I don't remember. And then you have this scene with – let's meet in an open square and then just try and grab the princess, one of the most valuable, like, commodities in the entire kingdom, and just hope it goes well. well. okay.
1: A- yeah. Nothing about anything that happens <laughs> in Dorne in this episode. And then the choreography. So, okay, I well, no, a, let's like, Let's break about. this down. First of all, uh, for some reason – uh, we have this bizarre introduction to the character of Ario Hota with his axe. And his introduction is Doran's like, I hope you know how to use that axe. And he's like, uh, I remember. I know how to use the axe. <laughs> so we're like, okay, I guess he's threatening. I guess we're sp- we should be intimidated by him now. I guess he's a, a right. person we pay attention to. And then Ilaria yeah. uh, and the Sand Snakes are like, not even inside a building. They're like in the entrance. Like in an, yeah. not even an alley, but like. Like an open <laughs> lobby or something, which like uh, or around the corner from the water gardens, and they 're like, "All right, <laughs> yeah. you guys go to the water gardens i 'll wait here, just i 'll stand in the exact same position, which is this position i 'm in when the guards find me later, apparently she just didn 't move from that spot for for however long, mm-hmm. and they rush into the water gardens, Jamie and braun walk just walk into the water gardens with bloody uniforms on. <laughs> yeah. Walk up to Marcella, knock out the Prince of Doran, and they're like, "Marcella, you got. I know this is crazy, but you got to come with us right now." And then the Sand Snakes attack, and this fight is, is just garbage. The fight is terrible, <laughs> it's so terrible. And the reason I found out, I think a large part of this is the location that they shot this at is apparently, uh, I think it's in Spain. Uh, it, it's this very—it looks like Spain. It, it's this old, like, uh, actual place, like this uh, estate or these ruins or something. So the rules that they had apparently were like they can't shoot at night, that was one. So I guarantee if they didn't have that rule, this would have happened at night because it doesn't make any sense to have this happen in broad daylight. (laughs) And I also guarantee that... The reason the editing and the some of the, it was weird is that they could only get so many angles because they can't place lights in certain places because they might damage stuff. Uh, uh, which, uh, although I don't think there's, and maybe that, that could be where the.
0: But at what point is it worth shooting here? And also, why would it? That's ever a great point. At that location? point, you're like,
1: let's just build a set because it, like, if you're only going to be in the water garden, it looks like a set the... anyway.
0: It looks like a set, and also, uh, yeah, you could have done it in a room somewhere where she just goes into it. Why didn't this happen indoors? That would, have been, that would have made Apparently sense, the water or... garden
1: is the only place in Dorne that exists, because it's the only place we've seen so far. <laughs>
0: fair, fair. That and, like, hills. and like, Yeah, and, the, and,
1: the and some, like, sandy hills.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was just... And so this whole thing happened, and then I found out... What makes this even worse is how important, apparently, this scene is. Uh, well, the dialogue wasn't very good, either. I, I thought that, um... Uh, who was it? Uh... Uh... Do, 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 Who's the one who organ? Oh yeah, Alaria, right? So Ilaria uh, is like, she's like, I, it, I don't know what it is, but it, her, she doesn't come off as like a character at all. She just. I like kind when of, she like, says
1: uh, like unbowed, unbent, unbroken, and you expect yeah, you to she, follow she, that up with like that's the name of the episode, and let's ex- let me explain to you what like what it means. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like she's like comically, she's like a comical villain. It's hilarious. Um, especially in a show that, that never does things like that for the most part. Um, usually, uh, so it's, it's just, it seems very out of place, but then apparently this is a lot more important than, uh, we might've thought because, um, I don't remember who it is. Hyene, maybe one of them apparently in the, in the co- in the comics, in the book doesn't have, uh, knives. She has like points, uses poison or something like that. She's like a she's poison's and stuff, and that's outlawed. There's literally
1: There's three more. times as many Sand Snakes in the book, so I don't know, who, I don't remember which one is which.
0: Oh, you have no <laughs> idea? Okay, well, anyway, they were talking about it. Anyway, so, this is, that's the same one, and then we also know that that's what Oberyn did. Apparently, Ron was slashed at some point. I like, saw that, like, yeah, I, I
1: saw that too. It's, so, uh, they could be setting up,
0: so, so yeah, wh- I mean, yeah, so they Oberyn. They suggesting that he's gonna die. So maybe this scene's really important, which makes it even worse that it was so, like terribly done. Um, yeah,
1: it's just the, the, there's n-
0: and then and then the immediate the immediate ramification of everything happening. I was like, I was like, wait, wait, hold on. So gonna, they're going to do this whole thing with Marcella. Oh my god, they're doing that now. Okay, it's already happening. Okay, now they're fighting all of a sudden because they all showed up at the same place. Okay, now the Kings already found out about it. Okay, now they're getting punished for it. Yeah, and there's no
1: <laughs> as far maybe like five maybe minutes. the brown thing will have, you know, be something, but other than that it's like Ario Hota shows up and there's no ramifications for anything. Nobody <laughs> yeah. even like nobody's killed. Uh everyone just drops their weapons and goes home or doesn't or yeah, like gets captured. Like, it's just well, it's a I terrible mean, scene.
0: He's captured, I guess. Like they're captured so they'll be in trouble for it. I I guess, right. yeah. They didn't like put him on a boat and say go home. Well, what should have, what uh, I think
1: would have really, you know, one thing that would have improved the scene is that Arya Hota should have showed up and just chopped bronze head off right then and there. Because then it's that yeah, because then it's fun. like yeah. the, you guys still get the idea that Jaime is captured and the Sand Snakes flee and they have to the fight stops. But and also you there's actual got, you like menace a good line.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could have got a good a good line about, um, you know, somebody saying, well, you know, he was, you know, or what's her face, if it was Tyene or I don't know who it was or Nymeria or something, saying, you know, I got him with my knife anyway, it doesn't matter, he would have died, you know what I mean? Or something like that, just so you're like, oh, like, it was inevitable he was going to die anyway, so, you know. And then it sort of lessens the blow of that, but it, then it makes the Sand Snake seem a little bit more potent, but also, you know, raises the stakes for the other characters. I don't know, yeah, you're right, that's a brilliant way to, I hate, like, rewriting people, like, artists work. No, me, you're which, right, yeah. You, but... you made what you made but i agree that actually would be a much <laughs> to me that seems like it might have worked it, a lot better but we don't know yeah, whether it going it then,
1: wouldn't so. have saved lo- the atrocious editing of this fight i couldn't tell there was no coherent geography of this space i could not tell where people were at any se- <laughs> at any point in time or you know
0: that's funny for me to me it was a uh, it was a little bit different i could mostly tell what was going on and every time i could it was it was like people flailing at each other. It was so, it was so awkward, and the overacting. I mean, what's her face? The one who won, uh, Keisha Castle-Hughes, it nominated uh, for
1: an Oscar, and she's
0: nominated for an Oscar, and she was like really subtle and interesting in uh, in Whale Rider, uh, to my to my recollection. It's like so over the top in this. And I don't know what it is, but like no one's no one's doing their job here, except for I would say Prince Doran is doing a good job because you know Alexander Siddig is doing a good job, but he just sits in a chair and tells people what to do. No, yeah, sure, so I, I, awesome. I but good performance, I, you know. Sure. <laughs> and I don't know if I like uh, Nell Tiger Free, the one who plays Marcella now. And it wasn't even I wasn't. Oh yeah, we didn't even
1: talk about that acted. awful like Romeo and Juliet bullshit that was happening yeah, before was, this all started. Yeah, it was
0: crap. Oh my god, yeah. that was
1: maddening to to watch. <laughs>
0: Uh, you know, you can tell it I don't know if this is her first gig, but you can tell she's like she's sort of getting a hand, handle she had a lot of lines in that first five seconds. Uh so you know, she's sort of getting a handle and like getting into the jive of, you know, talking and stuff. But uh Yeah, that uh, cool, that scene actually
1: between Tristan and Marcella was
0: really awkward and
1: stilted. It felt kind of like this was their audition. Uh right, right but they, yeah, like, yeah. they lost the actual footage so they had to put it in the show. <laughs>
0: All right, yeah, <laughs> something like that. But yeah, you're right. That's that was the vibe it gave off. Uh, so I'm like, okay, so these are the people we're gonna. And then you start to wonder, maybe this is why the first. This is the first time we've had a close up on Marcella <laughs> <laughs> since this is since the start. We keep seeing her from the distance, so maybe this is why. Um, so I don't know, and it's kind of awful because uh, you know they had an actress playing Marcella, who is an actress who is now not working on Game of Thrones. So you're like, why was she just not? Oh good? no, they have Three to because they had to age her up about. so
1: they could do a romance. Because the
0: yeah, but she's with she, they're they're teenagers, so what's the difference? Well, because uh, like old Marcella was like teenager.
1: when we le- last saw her, the character actress was like around twelve looking, but they I think they aged her up because because Marcella not this character in in the books from from to the best of my re- recollection, uh. So I think they had to.
0: Oh, okay. Well, but but I've seen but there was that picture that really awesome picture that went around of of Marcella of the original actress who played Marcella. She was like sitting on the street with like a sign that said like. You know, I used to be a princess or something. It was really funny. I did see uh, that, yeah. But she looked... I feel bad for her, like but yeah, I, I
1: can see from uh, the producer's perspective, like, all right, well, now Why that Marcel is so going they to be attention. a character, we should, like, hire an actual actress and not just, like, a background person.
0: Right. Well, that's... But this is, of course, assuming the other one can't act. And I, again, as far as we can tell, uh, I don't know if that was uh, worth it. But anyway, we'll see. Uh, Dorn um, is a
1: disaster. Moving on.
0: Dorn is a, a disaster, yeah. Uh so I was trying to make that into a pun and I couldn't figure it figure out. Dorns it Aster. Doing. It too late. Uh, Dorn, yeah, Dorn's Aster. I thought it be you know, <laughs> um. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's weak. It's weak. That's true. Um, That's true. <laughs> across the Narrow Sea. So we have uh more uh Jorah and Tyrion stuff. Uh I also thought this was this stuff was pretty good too. Um I didn't think it was I I actually yeah. I I enjoyed it. It seemed to be in line with all the characters. Uh and we got uh, we got a. I didn't know this was the case, but Adewale uh, Akednoe Agbaje, the guy who from uh, Pompeii and uh, Thor: The Dark World, he played um, one of the dark elves. Uh, he's been in a bunch of like small things, and everyone keeps talking about how he like should break out. Uh, and while. I was not a fan of Pompey. I know you had different feelings about it. Um, I didn't think that was the film to really give him a you know. I thought he was really good in Pompey. I
1: really and I I really liked Pompey. So. No, no, I
0: thought with with what he was given, I thought that he did a pretty good job with it. But I I think he has the capacity to do more. And it's I'm going on other people's what other people have said because I haven't seen him have the chance to like really like flex his acting muscles. But I think he has a lot of potential. And I thought he was great in this scene. I don't, I don't know. I thought. Um, when they, so so we have uh Jory and Tyrion they have a whole conversation about time and we can talk about that. But then they run into these pirates and um and I, I thought this was uh, I, I thought he did a good job and I actually I liked I uh, liked a lot of the banter here. So for me, uh, these, this the scene largely works. Yeah, too. I
1: have mixed feelings on this scene. I, I do I think Peter Dinklage is like at his best in this scene when he is literally has like a blade to his throat and this is he's still the only ability he has in the world is the ability to talk himself Facking out of stuff, out of and yep. now this is the most dang- imminent danger we've ever seen him in, uh, and he's still able to do it, and he's able to get the knife away from his throat, and he's able to, you know, save his neck for how- however long, in,
0: in a hilarious way too. I Although I don't
1: think the whole like uh, the, when he says like guess again, I, that was a little uh, hacky. It was
0: a little over the top. It was a little. But the, the rest top, of it, I, I really. The, liked. Uh, yeah, the rest of it worked, and I think that it's – like, just on paper, it's funny to have him get out of it by saying, well, you can't prove that it's a dwarf Venus because it's not attached to a dwarf. It's so, <laughs> just like on paper. Yeah, hey, you, like, you sure and you're like, well,
1: you know what? That makes perfect sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're like, actually, you know what? You know, There's not – as far as as – to my knowledge, there's not some sort of correlation, right? So you wouldn't know. Uh, so how else would someone know? And so that was like, all right, you know, and it worked for the pirates. Also, this is the um, second time
1: in Essos that we've heard that, like, dwarves are good luck for some reason. This is like a theme yeah. this season.
0: That was so weird. And also, I find it interesting that they don't know who he is. That's true. You'd think they would have heard about the bounty. Weird. Yeah, it's like a little bit surprising that he had, yeah, especially slavers. is... Although maybe they're just out of touch with what's going on with... Yeah, maybe they, maybe they haven't heard. So speaking
1: of which, I don't remember the timeline, but when would Tyrion have heard about um, Jorah's dad? I- I'm just trying to remember, like, he was in jail for a really long time, and no one really knew what happened at Craster's Keep until...
0: Was the Craster's Keep thing... when was it happened? In, it happened
1: a little late in Season 3, but I don't think Sam got back to the wall until... When did Sam get back to the Wall? That's the earliest that news could have gotten back. So I and Tyrion was arrested at the end of episode two.
0: I figured I figured that the 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 capital just keeps you know keeps in touch with the Wall you know pretty regularly. well. My thing was just and like
1: Tyrion minutes. was Tyrion in jail you know for so long that he would never he was in jail like before the news got there.
0: Mm. Yeah, I I didn't remember like I don't think we ever got a scene or anything like that. So I don't know if there's. You're right. I I I see what you're saying. I don't know if it overlaps, but I was willing to buy it that he heard it from one person. I mean, yeah, it.
1: it's it's fine. I was just I thought it was a weird uh decision to base a scene around something that's kind of it's a stretch to make work in in your head or it's a little the timeline is a little confusing.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it is cool. what I did like while while that's the case, it might be that he kept up with it because he maybe he was mildly curious what was going on i mean he had yeah, visitors in that.
1: prison maybe someone told him it, it's it's yeah. right,
0: right well and also but i think that he i think it's interesting because what i really liked about the scene is him talking about having met his father and i just you know it's like we never got to see the mormons together ever but it's cool to see um this connector you know somebody who has spent time now with both of and them. by the way by um, the way Talk oh, about cool.
1: patronizing. They had uh, the scene that he's talking about in the previously on as yeah, if we couldn't did, be yeah, trusted yeah. to just believe that Tyrion was having a memory and relaying s- an event. Although,
0: did, you know what was fascinating about that scene? Seeing how different Peter Dink Oh Oh yeah, that was crazy. That was... Fr- I couldn't believe how different he looked. I was like, did that really? He's like all shit unsha- He's all shaven and like, you know, well kept. Yeah, and the hair there, is different. Not, yeah. The hair is different. Yeah, yeah. And now he's just like all wild and crazy. But appropriately so um so yeah i thought that was a little bit of a um uh maybe a little bit of a stretch but i, I thought the scene was 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 really solid and i liked um it, ian glenn does a good job uh reacting to his father's death um i thought yeah i thought this was all very cool he also has an and, interesting uh, reaction and, and to like...
1: hearing that the fighting pits have been opened which is now yes. cuz la- yes. obviously last week he saw the the dragon loose uh flying over Valeria. Right. and now he's heard that Daenerys has reopened the he's fighting probably- pit. <laughs> so from his perspective he he must think that you know all hell has broken loose since he left and cuz Daenerys is making all these really out of character decisions from what he remembers.
0: Right. Right, right, exactly. Um it, it it's it, this is all obviously all building to something. I do find it the one thing about this scene that the one thing to me that stuck out a little bit as kind of strange is um well, it, I will say it's funny that Tyrion has managed to find himself kidnapped twice now uh, and each time he has still managed to be on the same route to Daenerys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he keeps finding himself on uh, it. But the thing that stuck out to me is a little strange is that how they managed to convince... They're like, oh, he'll fight in the fighting pits. Uh, and it's like, surely the slavers know that Daenerys, while she might have opened the fighting pits, is still not Still won't be happy to have us people try and sell her slaves. Like, how do they convince them to still go to Slavers Bay? Why would they ever do that? Like, I know they're like all the fighting pits, but you know also that there is like an edict against this. (laughs) So, like, you that will not absolve you of your slaving. Well, I don't know. It's very strange to me. Like, why they would still agree to go to uh, Marine?
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know where this is going. Maybe they're just really.
0: It was mostly just to keep Tyrion on the path to Daenerys. I understand, like, why plot-wise, why that happened. But the slavers were like, hmm, you make a good point. I'm gonna go there. But they're gonna kill you (laughs) because you're a slaver. Like, even if you have a great fighter, it doesn't matter. That's not relevant. You're gonna go and be like, we're not actually slavers. He just came with us willingly. (laughs) You know, um, it's just strange. Uh, but in any case, yeah, so I I thought this was all fine. Um, Oh right, and then we get some stuff at the King's Landing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you we know, have to. <laughs> oh my god,
1: this is my, this is my least favorite thing in the episode. But it's I close. completely I completely forgot about this. To be yeah, actually, me too. When I was scrolling down the page, <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, there's all this."
0: All well, this stuff at the at King's Landing. So we have Peter B- Baelish, uh, who asks everyone, "You know, did you tell them it was my establishment before they came in?" Did you? T- I I look. <laughs> we, we got.
1: The, i told you you tell them this is peter Baelor. lord peter baelish's establishment <laughs> I, how many times did i tell you
0: uh yeah um so we do get so we get we don't quite get that but we have um peter baelish encounter <laughs> i really wanted uh, speaking of which i
1: know i don't want to harp on this too much but i really wanted lancel to show up and say lord peter baelish i heard this is your establishment <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would have been great um you know, I like villains who can show a little bit of humor. You know, that kind of a... Well, I don't know if he's a villain. I mean, it's Littlefinger or a good guy. I don't know. Who knows? You know, somebody... Who knows? We... He's an antagonist to...
1: We get even more confused about him in this episode.
0: It's very confusing. Um, although, it's a little confusing, but it's also basically what we expect from Littlefinger. He's manipulating... Yeah, he, th- he thrives
1: in, uh, on chaos thriving. and all that, but I was... It's really, like, at this point... It, it
0: Well, he thrives on chaos, but it's not thriving on chaos. He's putting himself in a position to, you know, grab yet more land and build himself up. Remember, he's no one... I mean, it's amazing what he's done, if you really look at it. He's probably the most accomplished of any character yeah, in this um,
1: Definitely, I think. Maybe like maybe Varys, you know and I mean? that's why... you know th- Those maybe two are Varys, an interesting right. kind of contrast. Uh,
0: they are. They are. Although, even Varys hasn't managed to... Uh, he never wants to. He always says, I don't want to rule anything. Yeah, he wants, well, guys.
1: he wants power for other people. That's what he said that one time.
0: Yeah, he wants to put power in the hands of the right people, whereas... Baelish wants it for himself, but Baelish has managed to make himself a High Lord. What the hell? And now he's trying to like nab the North. <laughs> like, whoa, that's huge. Um, so yeah, it's pretty impressive, and this this was a great move on his part. But we'll we'll talk about that in a second. So he has this encounter with uh, Lancel, and Lancel's like, you know, we're you know, we've got weapons, so don't don't mess with us. And uh, Peter Baelish is like, well, you know, I have to go see Cersei Lannister, so. Way, um oh right so we get all this stuff with that i forgot about all this right okay um so i do like the scene with him and cersei i think that was a good scene where he's sort of negoti. he, he manipulates the whole situation and you can sort of start to see his plan unfold as his his idea is to take his people from the Vale and uh try and take the north uh sort of i guess mop up the leftovers after stannis and um the boltons go at it uh, which is a great plan. And if they take it, then he gets to the north. And if he doesn't, you know, it's not they're not his men. He doesn't care about them, right? <laughs> so what does he care? Um, I
1: get, but it just, it, it seems really weird to me because I thought that we were getting a little more of, you know, not the real Littlefinger, but seeing more of his actual plan and that, the, and that the, we were getting to the bottom of the layers uh, with the Santa stuff. The fact that he leaves her alone with Ramsey and he, you know, he's probably lying about bringing Cersei Sansa's head, presumably, but who knows anymore? Does, you know, does he not care about Sansa? It really seemed like uh, he was being really genuine about his his feelings towards her.
0: I assumed he was lying about that. Uh, but now he's, you know, but it's like... Because because it'll put him in the position to take the North, and I think he does care about that. I will say just quickly on the Ramsey thing, before, because that obviously, will, this will help maybe put things in context a little bit later. Uh... I read somewhere that in the books, Ramsey's a pretty famous, crazy person. People know that he's... Oh, yeah, and he
1: should be in the show, too. He's a northern lord. But in the
0: show, to my knowledge, to my knowledge, he is supposed to not be nearly as famous for what he's done. Uh, Clearly, because... Well, clearly um, not. And that's been been shown, that he's not as famous. But,
1: clearly not, you're right, because Littlefinger would know, but that doesn't make any sense. Because he is a northern lord... Who brutally, mur- he brutally wasn't, murders... he wasn't until now. Well, he has been for a little while and he's murdered a lot of his uh liege lords for like not paying their taxes and stuff. There's no way word about him hasn't gotten around. Yeah, he's yeah, the son but, of the I warden of the say north. That. Is that
0: anything is that anything worse than what uh you know the Boltons have done in the past? I mean, yeah, this is also a world though where the Boltons like just straight up murdered an entire you know, or a good chunk of a, a high a high um high lord house you know yeah and everyone everyone knows about about that there's literally no and everyone knows about that but i'm just saying like everyone knows about that and everyone just had to go on with their lives so like yeah sure but you know in the grand scheme of things like he was probably like i mean how bad could he be his father killed all the stark family i mean it already sucks that much so you know um
1: i'm just given that they
0: there's no you wouldn't know that especially because it's not even clear that his father knows to any significant degree how Absolutely. Insane. Well, no, the, the, One of their first
1: scenes in this season was Ramsey telling him about this guy he flayed and you know killed uh, for not paying his taxes, and then he
0: flayed and killed. Yes, but again, I still think that there is a certain level of uh, craziness that goes into torturing someone for what appeared to be months on end. And like letting him escape, and then pretending to let him go, and then really capturing him again, and then letting his sister get in, but then really just you know mess, just the constant psychological torture to be able to do that to someone for that long. And I don't, it never looked like there was any, uh, it was complete. He was doing it on sort of on his own. The bolt, it looked like uh, his father was away or something. He was just able to have full run of his, his um whatever the bolt, where the Boltons are from. So it looked like that's what it was to me, and so that you know that's not necessarily within the purview of what um uh, his father you know is aware of and let alone the rest of the the kingdom he was just kind of the crazy bastard son who just did whatever well yeah uh, but but the, you know
1: this is a world where the it is in the business of all of these high lords to know what all of the people in the other really powerful families and what's going on with them. Roose Bolton only has one son who was recently legitimized by a, the king. The king's sealed this document. Uh, legitimizing Ramsay. And Ramsay, yeah, king ha- king Ramsay runs who, around yeah, the north killing people. the
0: king doesn't know who he is. The king doesn't know he is. It was just a condition of the uh, his aid in, in getting rid but of he the must.
1: Steps. But that's what I'm saying, saying is, in King's Landing, they must be aware that this person exists, so they must, by extension, be somewhat aware of... You know, isn't it, they haven't heard about all the, you know, Northern Legion Lords who were myster- being mysteriously killed? They haven't heard about that, really?
0: Maybe. I don't know. To me, it's it's not such a stretch to believe that he's a little bit of a wild card that they're not, they're not, they have suspicions about certainly willing to believe that Roose Bolton's son is a little bit crazy because Roose Bolton is a little bit, I mean, not crazy, but certainly evil uh, in a lot of ways. So, yeah, I could see them surmising that, but again, without direct information of how crazy he is, because he ran his own little craziness in his the dungeons of his keep, you know, that's not necessarily public knowledge. Personally, I don't know. Um I don't think that Peter Baelish is actually intending to uh, was intending to leave Sansa at the mercy of um uh, uh like a, a a crazy person and I don't think that he's planning to kill well, wait, Sansa. Well okay, but that's
1: you know not, not to spend too much time on this, but like that's the other thing. Of all, First of all, of all people, Littlefinger, if he's going to enter into this plan where Ramsey is a key part of it, of all people, Littlefinger is going to find these things out, and it's not going to be hard for him to find these things out. So either he's stupid well, okay, so, or he so doesn't if, care about Sansa, really.
0: What I was going to say, or the other thing is maybe he doesn't care about Sansa, and so maybe that is, that is true. Maybe he doesn't want to kill her, but maybe he's not actually that concerned with her well-being. Which is also, but he, which is which is
1: weird because he's gone out of his way to showcase his affection for her in the past, and it doesn't really make sense for that to be lying because Sansa was like creeped out by well, it. You
0: have to, well, well, it might because she, it, he was nice to her all the way up until she, you know, they show up at Winterfell, and he's like, "Yeah, so you're gonna be marrying a Bolton." Uh, so that's cool with you, right? Yeah, I'm the cool. One. But he was, but he was
1: super. <laughs> my point, he was super creepy towards her with his like romantic affection, and he has well, to know that that's... she's not reciprocating. But like, he's getting the only he, the only person getting anything out of it is him. So it, it doesn't make any sense for him that to be for some reason a, a ruse, even though it doesn't benefit him in any way.
0: A ruse, a ruse, or ruse, ruse. ruse, yes. <laughs> uh, a, ruse a ruse, ruse. Yes, a ruse, ruse, ruse. Yeah, I guess I. I don't know. For me, none of this has seemed particularly out of the ordinary. I don't know if um, I don't. I can't pretend to know his intentions. Uh, my first instinct is that he's not interested in having Sansa deliberately harmed, but I also don't know that he's going out of his way to protect her. Um, so I don't know. Uh, but we can get more into the Sansa stuff later. Um, yeah. But we so because then we do this other thing.
1: is oh my oh i know
0: i know we gotta do this uh i'm of two minds about this and one so so let's just quickly quick summary uh loris is um on trial for being gay i guess and so the um they force him into this Sort of testimony that captures, you know, that he gets stripped up in words, and or not in words, but they call in another witness or whatever. And he, whatever. The point is, is that the, the sparrows have now managed to incarcerate both Marjorie and Loris, uh, the queen, somehow, uh, and so they have like complete dominion over everything now. So what I don't like about this is maybe the execution, but I do like the idea that the sparrows are so. I kind of like this this idea that the sparrows have this. Sort of alternate power to the the, the throne because all we ever see is like the kings always have ultimate power and the queens always have ultimate power so it's kind of cool to see this counterbalance um, but I'm sure you have a lot of opinions about it.
1: Okay, so we we've already in in previous episodes talked about uh, the the absolute butchering oh, of, yeah, of Loris's yeah. character. And they are doing exactly As the gay guy exactly what I feared uh, was going to be the case, which is they've literally turned it into his entire storyline like they finally gave him something to do, but of course it's about him being gay, and it's not even it's it's him being <laughs> you know punished and put on trial and you know presumably punished after this for for being gay it's uh it, it's uh, who thought this was a good idea because first of all uh well, in the what, in the books yeah. the sparrows Uh, don't care about homosexuality from what I remember is not a thing in the books Mm that that's something they're really against but it's like apparently their number one uh, most, you know highest most important crime
0: well sexual impropriety in general seems to be their thing
1: well yeah but like when they found the gay guy in the brothel they were
0: like oh we're not just gonna drag you off we're gonna kill you Right, so right, it's right. this is clearly like
1: their big thing, and it's just such an easy thing. It's like, oh, of course, the su- you know, super religious people—they really hate gay people. You know, this is the real thing in our world. It's just—it's so—it's such an easy, lazy uh, connection to uh, real-world politics and and events that doesn't actually make a lot of sense. Because, it, I mean, I guess if you assume that uh, that sexual bigotry is just inherent to all religions, no matter what. Uh, then you can assume that the religions of Westeros uh, probably have this as a part yeah, of their but, but we haven't doctrine. Seen the
0: sentiment echoed anywhere in the show, exactly. I mean. it, except for except for that. Except for that. In royal families, it tends not to be the best thing because then you can't pass on your whatever the hell. Yeah, it, it doesn't uh, so seem it was like a problem for a other family, than that. But it wasn't like people were like, if anyone finds out, they'll kill you. That was never exactly.
1: Well, yeah, doesn't Laura says in the in the season premiere is like nobody. Everyone knows. Nobody cares. And all of a sudden, people care. And the the only reason... If this is a big thing in religion, in in the religions of this world, then it would be more of a thing. But you're right. The only time that it's really been important is when it's uh, people in royal families or important families who need to have heirs. And so, you know... But even Renly was able to marry Marjorie. and He, you know, might have... He might have been able to produce an heir with her. It, it, it doesn't ultimately really matter and you know, people might be grossed out by it, but it's not it doesn't seem like a thing in this universe. We don't spend a lot of time with commoners, but we I don't think there's any reason to assume that there's like that kind of bigotry among the small folk in Westeros.
0: What I can't believe is that I'm sure that they have a huge problem with when they say it, they say it pretty outright, that they have a problem with what's uh you know, with the Jamie Cersei thing, right? Why was that not their first thing? Like to me on the hierarchy, if you're going to make a hierarchy of, like, sexual impropriety, certainly incest <laughs> has to be higher than being gay. What the hell? Yeah, right? Although maybe not. Maybe they're like, no, it still yeah, makes Yeah, it's straight more... incest, so. Well, it's straight incest and it makes more people, you know. As <laughs> no, you know, it, it doesn't, as yeah, it doesn't make people, so. any sense
1: why that, yeah, exactly. And, uh, like, yeah, so, everybody knows about that, too. Know. It's not like they have to uncover well, evidence. They, they, we know they
0: know about it because they say it straight to Thomas <laughs> Yes, James. everyone knows. So, more
1: people will know about that, so, probably, than Loris.
0: Oh, absolutely. All of a sudden, everyone knows who Loras is. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a little strange. And this scene was I mean, I guess so, they would know, but... so
1: boring. It, it was, I don't know what it was about this scene. It was predictable. Yeah, like exactly. It's well. like, you know every single line, every single beat, and it's just like, all right, can we just get on with this? Because I know exactly what's going to happen, and <laughs> none of it's interesting.
0: Yeah, it's not terribly interesting. Well, it's not, but I, I do like the idea, though, that, like, you know, there wasn't a lot of drama in the capital, so they've had to re up the drama in the capital. I think that was part of the problem. Like they had to make something exciting happen, and I think that their their way they did that is they were like, well, let's set the Tyrells against the uh, Lannisters again. You know, more overtly instead of them just the way you know, that quietly yeah, insulting. The way that them.
1: they get Marjorie arrested, by the way, and I do I, <laughs> I do want to point this out. Uh, in the books, Marjorie is arrested for. Uh, um...
0: Oh, but she's arrested. Yeah.
1: In the w- w- oh my God! What's the word? Uh, well, she's like cheating. You know what I mean.
0: Uh, uh, graft.
1: No, like like cheating on like she's sleeping with other men. Uh, oh, oh oh my god, there's a um, word uh, like as a infid- infidelity. Yes 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 yes. I can't believe I couldn't think of that infidelity. She's arrested for that because, as I said before, in the books, Tom is a child, so she can't have sex with him no matter what. Oh okay, so they had. To so she was arrested for that because she's still married to him. It's still not okay <laughs> in the show. They have to get her arrested, but the way they do it, it's for, li- it's for perjury. <laughs> it's for lying on the stand. It's insane. Right. And they have no evidence that, uh, that but, you know, uh, all, all of our... Well, they
0: don't, but clearly it's a, it's a what do they call it when it's a court? It's a kangaroo it's a- court? Kangaroo court, yeah, clearly. I mean, it's nonsense, obviously, the whole thing is like... They- yeah, they bring in some random like, steward who say says it.
1: something, and they don't even verify it before arresting
0: Loris. And- well, they knew what he was going to say before he yeah. said it. That's why they got them to say the other... It was very clear, like... That the, uh, but they yeah, the yeah but they don't like,
1: like yeah, uh, lift up yeah. Loris's shirt to look at the birthmark. You know what I mean? Yeah, they just sort of. Assume it's like yeah, it's I'm sure this steward, steward is tell is more trustworthy. So like, this than is the enough queen.
0: information to go. Well, and also what, okay, so he knows what his birth. Oh yeah, it's though. like
1: well, I saw someone online. And he's like, why he, he, Loris could have very he's easily said, steward. yeah, he's Doesn't my steward. He to... He's you know, uh, helped me put on my night outfit so many times. Armor. Yeah, what the hell? It's exactly. So, it's the most you know, and obviously yeah, you're right. It's a kangaroo court, but it's like. Why they should have? It's just so obviously rigged. It's so stupid the way that they convicted. It's (laughs) it just it drives me nuts.
0: I bet this. Yeah, as I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, Josh probably hated this." (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't. I didn't hate it. I didn't. I thought it was a little predictable, but I thought it was fine. I just, I just, um, I I lament Loris's character, but her his character has been you know, that's been this whole season. And now we also know by that scene, you know, it's like, she saw us naked together. So, uh, you know, it's so like now we know that that, you know, so that one scene, that's the scene you're going to pull from of all of his, like, being gay. <laughs> that's the one <laughs> scene you're going to pull from. The one that we happen to have seen. I always hate that when a show references, like, Something that was apparently a pattern, but they referenced the one thing yeah. we saw. Just yeah, a, it
1: makes the it makes the world feel small. I think
0: small. It yeah, does, like, exactly. Yeah, it's like
1: oh, so this is the one. This is the only thing we were shown. The one the thing that actually matters. It's not in like it,
0: yeah, and the one guy that that he you know apparently was with. exactly someone, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's just um, but whatever. So anyway, that's that. So I I do have a question. Who was the guy? I I for some reason this scene always sticks out of me. The scene where they're um shaving each other in the first season, Loras and someone else.
1: Was that Renly? Was it? It might have been. Oh, it
0: was. Maybe it was. I think,
1: I don't remember if Renly was established that early, but I think he, I think that might have been him, yeah. Actually, you know what? It definitely was, because I remember Stannis was the brother introduced in season two. I think Renly was in season right, one. Yeah,
0: because Renly, because they make some comment about how Renly left when, uh, well, before, after Ned's killed or before he's killed they say Renly already left with his army or something um or he took to, took a bunch of king's guard with him or I don't know something so yeah yeah that'd been established so I guess yeah it must've been Renly cuz I was going to say I I had some memory of Lancel Lannister but I guess he must have been a um so I thought that would have been really interesting I might have been yeah. little yeah you know if Lancel had been the other guy and then it would be like oh so he's like repressing you. <laughs> it's like I don't know he's, or he's taking revenge on on uh, Loras cuz it would have been a bit more personal and not just this this, uh, strange, you know, real-world parallel thing that they're trying to do. But whatever. Um. All right, deep breaths. We're going to go into it. This, is it. this is Yeah,
1: we've been really... The show was just just downward, trending downward all night, and we're about to hit <laughs> bottom.
0: Well, so here's the part where you may not like... Oh, but no. But that's okay. Yeah, so I didn't actually, uh... I didn't hate this last scene. I'll just say that. Or the last storyline. I didn't I hate
1: small, the basically. scene with her and Miranda. I thought that was an excellent scene. Uh, oh, I thought that was a really good scene yeah. too.
0: But I didn't – I thought there were bits of it that were very good, and then most of it I just thought was – I thought it was fine. So we'll – okay, so let's go – we'll go piece by piece because then we'll get to the last bit, and then I want to just frame it a little bit. Um, so we have the scene with Miranda uh, where we're finally getting Sansa with red hair again, which is kind of cool. Um, and uh, Sansa does a really great job, uh, or well, Sophie Turner, but but uh, this is a great moment for Sansa where she gets to um, cause it, for, I what I don't understand is why Miranda. I guess she's trying to scare her, but why would Miranda reveal how crazy Ramsay is? You know, like well, then we did this with the dogs, and you know, and then we tore this one apart and whatever. And it's like but she's jealous. I, mean, I mean, she's, she's jealous of Sansa.
1: She's trying to freak Sansa out. I like it. It made sense to me, but I loved. The way that Sansa responds, she's like, yeah, this is my home, I'm a Stark, you can't scare me. That's perfect, that's exactly the Sansa that I want to see, and apparently the show, like, doesn't understand what they've been writing for uh, half a season.
0: Yes, but here's my problem. Well, we'll get into that in a second. So then they go out and they do the wedding, the wedding is, I thought the wedding was little strange but it was creepy cool. and it's funny it's creepy and it was the least amount of time we've spent on a wedding right usually the wedding takes a lot longer well, usually the, the, the wedding is
1: wedding. a little more momentous but um
0: yeah um and we have you know uh she still doesn't like you know she won't talk to theon uh or reek or whatever and uh and uh, so he has to awkwardly walk her down the aisle even though she she doesn't want him to um and so, yeah, so, I th- so that was all fine. It was a little creepy. Okay, so, before we get into this, what I don't understand is the, the surprise, the anger that everyone had about this scene. I 100% sympathize. We've had this conversation last season. That scene with Jamie and Cersei last season was absolutely god-awful, terrible, out-of-place, inconsistent, stupid, terrible. This scene was so inevitable. I don't know what people were expecting to happen in this. I, I honestly don't. I, I mean, you can look at overall patterns in the show and say, like, I don't like the fact that char- that female characters, like, seem to their, – their character evolution seems to require or be at least uh, – or many female characters have, you know, sexual assault be part of their um, – like their character development, I, I understand that as a pattern in the show being a problem. So in context of that, I get that. But in this case, we have a we have a, we have a, a total psychopath who has physical you know uh, a physical leg up in this situation. Has now claimed this woman as as his wife. Not that that you know is. Not I, well, the I don't consent, think the obviously. argument is that
1: it's out and, of character for Ramsay. I don't think that's the problem that anyone had with it. it.
0: Well, but, but so but I'm saying that we could have gotten art. You could, you, I mean, then people could have gotten mad about this as soon as he said you're going to be marrying Ramsey because nothing was going to change what this was. This was going to happen as soon as he said that. As soon as Littlefinger said well, that. Well, no, because it was inevitable. It's, it's, but that's the
1: thing: it, it's predictable and it's bad writing because it's not where Sansa was going it's not even the previous scene with her and miranda is all about her arc to becoming a stronger more manipulative uh smarter braver person i and i totally
0: it, i totally agree but what does that have to do with what could you do in this scene what could she have done in the scene
1: literally was Ramsay, anything was uh, not literally not anything but her? be you know but be sexually assaulted so that Fion could be sad
0: Oh, I don't think that's it right. cut to <laughs> it cut away from her
1: into his face crying. Oh, it did,
0: it did, which I think was also a thing that was was uh, very interesting because in the you know with the scene with that awful scene with Cersei and uh, Jaime, they they just hung on it. I guess there was no one to cut to, so it was off screen, so we didn't have to see it. But um, it's like yeah, but it's but like it's not, not even a, it book, becomes not, not a even about, about her because
1: it becomes about how horrified Theon is and how ter- scared Theon is of Ramsey.
0: Well, I mean, I, I disagree to me because Theon is such a, like an empty vassal of a person. I mean, he has some, uh, an empty vessel, not vassal. an empty vessel of a person. Uh, to me, it was more of an audience thing. Like it's a, uh, it's horrifying. And I thought it was rather tasteful to not see it. You know, I mean, it would have been even more traumatic and awful to have to see it. Um, Actually happening, but, but uh, to me, I guess I just don't know how else people thought this was going to play out. What you thought she was going to like stab him or something? I mean, that wasn't going to happen. It was ne- she's never ever done. Okay, but no, here's like... the
1: pro- here's the many 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 problems with this scene. First of all, <laughs> first of all, this okay. show needs to. St-
0: I feel terrible defending this, by the way. No, I no, I, I'm, not, defend, I'm not going to say, just, and you should. I just can't but, understand. No,
1: okay. First of all, this show needs to stop. You know, making rape such a prominent part of its world that it, it just happens all the time. It's just something we always see, you know, violence against women. to sh- Just as a, a signifier that the world is a bad, this world is a bad place. That's all it ever really is. Like when they, uh, when Craster's daughters in uh, Craster's Keep, when the mutineers were there, uh, Cersei last season, Daenerys in uh, the beginning of season one. First this scene. happens all the friggin' time in this show. It was a constant threat to Brienne uh, when she was captured with Jamie it's just it's just like why do they I keep agree. returning to this again, why do oh i my completely
0: God. agree in the context of the show it totally matters. i think it was not necessary for the well i still wonder about that very first scene with danny and and um and and call Drogo because in the books apparently it's not oh, in the books he
1: asks for her consent and he explicitly does he not does ask the for the consent
0: show. okay so i and i see that change being a problem the way it was depicted in the show the way we knew came came to know the Death Rocky, i wouldn't have been surprised if that was like if their culture was not very female dominated I, to me that with, without like if they were not equal parties and they did not have equal like ability to give consent or anything like that if, if that was the way cuz that that was the impression i got from the show apparently that's not the case in the books i do i do question that choice uh but in the show i, I sort of believe that whatever the crashes keep thing unnecessary and the whole thing just made me it was gross. Uh and the Brian stuff that's an excellent point. And and like I said in the context of the show and all these things, I do think it is used uh it, it's a pattern that we don't see with with male characters. Um I think not to not to do my uh my usual Spartacus reference, but I believe in Spartacus it may not be quite equal but there is there is male sexual assault in that series, so you got that going for you. Um, but so yeah, I agree. So it's it it is imbalanced um, in in that regard, and I totally agree in the context of that. Having said that, again, so but I still don't know what what else was supposed to happen.
1: Okay, well here's a uh, here's another thing, uh, and you know, I'll I'll go long on this if you want. <laughs> I a, a couple I, weeks I, ago I, I, I wrote a the, whole post on the Song of Ice and Fire subreddit that was like. Don't.
0: I saw. It. I didn't click it. Well, you can click. You
1: can click it now. Uh, I was like, "Don't worry. It's not. This thing isn't going to happen to Sansa." And here's why. <laughs> and I broke <laughs> it down. I was like, first of all, it, it's." So people were yeah. anticipating this. Oh one. yeah, no. Well, it happened. Here's the thing. In, in the books, this isn't Sansa. It's someone pretending it's someone to be else. Sansa. It's
0: someone pretending to be Ar- no. Pretending They're pretending to be, to be Arya. Arya.
1: You're right. And it's uh, a lot worse in the books. It's a lot more brutal. It's a lot, a lot more, graphic, more yeah. graphic and gross. Uh, so, it's good that they didn't go there, but it's almost worse because it's Sansa, and it's a character we know, and it's a character who who, who is developed to a point, and now it's just like, all that's gone is she's she's a, a victim again. She's but being brutalized again. I don't think
0: that's again. gone. I mean, I don't think that's gone, though. because Just because this happened, it doesn't take away her... It doesn't, like, kill her development. But we or... don't
1: need this anymore. It, Sansa was supposed true. to have been, like... This happened to Sansa, and now she is moving past it. We don't. She doesn't need to, to, to go through more of this. There's no reason for this to happen to her.
0: What happened to her?
1: She was. What she was. A, she was brutalized and victimized again in a horror, in a horrific, the most horrific, violent way so no, 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 far.
0: No no. No, no, no. You mean in this yeah. episode? Yeah, yeah. No, I know. What I'm saying before this.
1: She was a. That- she was a prisoner of Joffrey's. His, she, you know, his plaything, yeah. tormented by him. She watched him, her father, be murdered. She was. Trapped yeah. by those people, she had a, she was you know it was a horrible life for her in Kings Landing. She I, had no no one she could trust. I, I
0: just it seemed I I thought you were saying that something had happened to her before. I mean I so, some things have happened to her before this, but I, anyway it doesn't matter. But the point is I don't think that this takes away from her development as a it, the way she's developing and sort of like not physically you know not like Arya who's trying to become like this assassin person, or whatever, but in a very different way. And actually, and we've talked about this in the past. The 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 and we've talked about this with Cora as well. Um, the female, you know, to be a strong female character without, you know, just adopting male characteristics to somehow be, you know, a stronger character. Choose a female character who was strong and also, you know, maintained her femininity uh, while still being a really strong female character. I don't know that any of that's gone just because of the scene happening. Sure it is, and you
1: know what? You're asking what did people think was going to happen? Here's something that could have happened. How about? <laughs> she, using her, you know, new, newfound, and she's learned skills that she's learning to manipulate people and take control of people. She seduces Ramsey, and she, like, she takes control of the situation. That's exactly what should have happened. That's exactly what we've been seeing from her recently. It's just, it's. Ex-
0: we don't see anything on the level. I mean, we see bits and pieces of her manipulating, but we don't really see what the point of what she's doing. But like, that's having,
1: it should be like, leading. I'm just saying it's bad It's bad writing to return to this well when you've been leading away from it and everything that's happened. She doesn't, you don't need this to happen to Sansa. But again. What,
0: what well are we returning to?
1: To Sansa being a victim and being under people's thumb. and, and
0: She hasn't, she basically has been. I mean, she hasn't had a single decision. No, but the whole, point, decision the whole
1: point, the whole point of what, what happened with her at the end of last season is that Finally, she's in a position where she is going to take it upon herself to not be victimized anymore. Yeah,
0: and then she follows Littlefinger. Littlefinger signs yeah, her her in there. Yeah, and that's awful writing. That
1: she... That's terrible writing. Well, this, it's like, oh, it's so okay, shocking. I'm just saying, what?
0: I'm just saying, this has been happening for all the entire season. All, all I'm saying is that I'm. Uh, you may not uh, like uh, this scene. It, with the people are suddenly outraged about the scene. It's just to me, it's very weird because this whole season has been this for her. And no one was no, upset well, no, in, but like, the first episode. That's the thing. Happened.
1: In this – earlier, in this very episode, she has that scene with Miranda where Miranda tries to freak her yes. out, and she's like, no, I'm not that person anymore. You can't scare me. I'm going to – I'm going to be a strong person because that is – yes, that scene okay, is exactly so let me, what
0: let – me, Let me put this in a different context. What if she had said all that and then they did the dog thing to her?
1: That would have been much worse, but it wouldn't have been – that doesn't make this better. But,
0: but, no, but I'm just saying – no, no, no. I'm saying that – she has no control. if they want to torture and be awful to her they will be able to do that she may have like personally decided that oh i have agency but that doesn't change the fact that she's literally at the mercy of every other character in the show but that's and what i'm that saying that's been, and that hasn't changed. that's
1: bad writing to have that issue her- it is
0: bad writing but it's been that way for 5 seasons now it has no because changed. we've gotten no we've got may- no
1: indication earlier before this that happened in this season that that other than you know Miranda leading her into the dog kennel Every single scene with her has been, you know, or most of them have been similar to this scene with Mar- her and Miranda in the tub. It's it's where she it doesn't allow herself to be in this position, even though yes, she's she's under the control of the Boltons. She is uh, she is she's making she she's she's, she's okay, taking so she the power in the room. She's taking more power than she would have, and she is taking more control. Than she previously has, and just and the, her dynamic with every other character is but very different.
0: But ultimately, Ramsey still has the ability to throw her into the woods with a bunch of dogs and have. Her and that's th- exactly, and that's
1: terrible terrible writing and it's just <laughs> but, but again it's, it's, but no it's but terrible, it's terrible
0: it's been terrible since episode. no it's one only manifested
1: here don't. it's only no no no. this isn't it, because this isn't a continuation of what's where sansa's been since the pilot sansa has has changed since the end of last season we thought Personally, and now we're like have changed, reversing course
0: situation has never changed ever but sansa, <laughs> sansa, father, but the, sansa of has of Tophie, changed sansa
1: is supposed fingers. to have changed so, why why is Sansa in saying this is, position? It doesn't again. matter
0: how much. What I'm saying is, it doesn't matter how much you've personally matured if you are at the physical mercy of other people.
1: But Sansa. No, no, no. And she has. So, been why. For okay, so. Okay, we why, why, does she have, why does this have to happen to her then? Why does she have to be at his physical mercy? Why can't she use. Like I said, this these. You know, why can't she manipulate him in some way? She doesn't even try.
0: Perhaps trying in this situation would have been an interesting. An interesting uh, uh, choice, I agree, but I wouldn't expect it to work. I wouldn't expect any of that to work because but wouldn't again, that have been much more interesting? Wouldn't
1: that have been much more interesting? It's because in, we're get, that's another thing I said in that post. That's a, that's a this is a argument. new side of now we're seeing argument. maybe a new side of Ramsay. Now we're learning something new about Ramsay. It's not just oh we oh you know surprise Ramsey's a horrible person. We knew that about him. There you have an opportunity based on where you've been, how you've been building Sansa, to do something new. And bring a new interesting side to Ramsey and uh have Sansa continue on the path will, that she's I will on. concede
0: the point. I will concede the point that her using Again, we've only had like two or three scenes in my opinion, where she's developed or whatever in that regard. Um you know, it's mostly been quietly like there's the scene where she's testifying in the last season, which was a good one. Um, which I think was like the big turning point for her, which is kinda cool the scene with Miranda and then the, maybe maybe another one. Well, but every scene with not. her
1: talking to Littlefinger with, they were on this very, you know, not even playing ground, but she was clearly like, no, 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 watch those scenes. She's very clearly in this kind of protege, yeah, protege, she protege she, position where she them. is aware of, you know, the way that people uh, act, that she, you yeah. know, she's talking, you know, the way that, uh, you know, she she can, the things that she can learn about people and use to her advantage. It's, it's, a, it's a very, the position that she was in with Littlefinger, was very clearly a you know, mentor-mentee thing. And yes, she was uh, upset that she had to you know, marry the Boltons, obviously. I think that's understandable. She hasn't had a complete character change, but she was on a path. She was on a path away from being victimized. And now the show has put her in a position where she is victimized again when they didn't have to, and they have made it uh, rape when they didn't have to. And it's just, there's nothing, I don't think there's anything so redeemable I... about
0: this. Well again, I don't I the only thing I'll concede on this because I don't I again I don't believe this protege thing with little finger. None of that to me It's it watches it. I I swear to God it's there. It Okay, but because if that was a point, then it should have been a lot clearer than it was. Because basically the most we ever saw her do is tell Brienne to go away, which is what Arya did. But she was mm-hmm. – mm-hmm. earlier in this
1: episode, the way she talked to Miranda. This is yes, like, Miranda. All, this is all over Sansa. But I was
0: talking about – I'm just talking about the protege thing and I'm not talking about her. But the way that, I mean, so the way that she's acting. Again, I, I agree. The only two things we've ever gotten is the Miranda thing and the testifying And thing. every scene where she talks to a little I completely disagree. But anyway, so I will say in this <laughs> – I'll say in this – the one thing I will concede is that I would have – I agree that it would have been a much better thing if we had seen her do something uh, in this scene other than nothing because she doesn't really do anything um, except for undress absurdly slowly. Uh, and so I agree that that would have been um, – that that would have been an improvement. But I don't think the outcome would have changed, and I think that I, if I were writing the show, I might not have decided. You know what? I'm going to put Sansa Stark with Ramsey with the, you know, with Ramsey Bolton. I I wouldn't personally do that because if I want this to be her arc, this would not be what I would want to do. But <laughs> as soon as we knew that was going to happen, you know, I said last last podcast, I said, you know, you know, you were saying, well, you know, she she still doesn't like the Boltons or whatever, and she might end up you know, killing one of them or something. And I said, yeah, but we haven't really seen her it, again. This is going back to Ramsey's reputation. We haven't seen her. It, we haven't seen Ramsey do anything to her yet. Aside from you know the Stark thing, we haven't seen a lot of stuff, you know, they haven't really built his, you know, rekindled that fire. I think I said something along those lines with her hatred for him. And I think that, that again, it's not, it might not be good writing, but it is, um, it's consistently it's bad exactly writing. Is that happened. the
1: argument? At least it's bad, but at least it's consistent. It's consistently
0: bad since the first season. Yeah, so I, this episode—it wasn't
1: bad since the first is. season. Sanso but has been on a path, so. I mean, and now sorry, all I mean, of a I mean, sudden I mean the it's first bad. First episode.
0: First episode of this season. That's what I meant. Sorry, I didn't mean the first season. Um, you know, it's, this, as soon as we saw her show up at Winterfell, and he said, "You're marrying Ramsay Bolton," when well, that wasn't the first episode, whatever it was, this is what's going to happen. You're like, "Oh, great!" So no, but that's my point. It was not inevitable. It was not inevitable.
1: It's just, it's so it's so boring to have this happen. This is exactly what should happen when the thing that they have been building towards is these two characters interacting. When these two established characters are, are meeting each other for the first time, a good writing thing to do might be to have the interaction of these two established characters reveal new things about both of them. But instead, we're just getting more of what we know about Ramsey and, re- you know, returning Santa to, to the position that she was in that she had escaped from. It, it, it just, there is no... It's it's you're not going forward at all.
0: I don't know. It's the escape part. I don't. I don't buy into because I don't think she's ever escaped from it. She's been at the mercy of male characters this entire time. She show. won.
1: <laughs> but the whole point is that finally she is going into. You know, she is. Yes, she is going back into a position where she is going to be under at the mercy of another Joffrey. But now she has been with Littlefinger. We've seen her take it upon herself to manipulate people and learn how to manipulate people. Now she. What's she going to do this time? And maybe next week she'll I... do more. Maybe next week she'll do more, and this was just the setup to
0: it. But... It... Oh, I, I know it is. It obviously is. It's absolutely no but question. But then
1: this... Mind. But it doesn't excuse the use of rape, I don't think. It doesn't excuse the scene. It's...
0: You know, I... Well, I like, I... <sighs> it's, it's a whole rocky road to go down. But I just... I think that... I don't think she had escaped from this stuff. I don't... She hadn't. This particular thing hadn't happened to her. But I, again,
1: she was. She was almost know. like she was sexually think, assaulted I, he, in the I in the he, throne room when you know almost when the guy was uh, undressing her almost. in front of everyone. She was almost right. assault, sexually assaulted uh, when the well, mob almost. attacked that one time and the hound saved sure. her. Like this has been a thing. It's not like uh, you know an escalation. The, the, this is just a return to what she's already been through.
0: Right. And it was also a sort of a threat with Littlefinger while it wasn't, you know, he was like pansy with her. Uh, so I don't think this has really changed. And, uh, you know, I think it's just a question. So of you don't anything. think Sansa
1: is at all a different character than at uh, this point no, last no, no. season?
0: I think she's a different character. Her situation hasn't changed a single bit since she started the show. And So that's you don't
1: the think don't that you don't. Why you don't so, so why is it so un- impossible to you that she might have, because she's a different character, been able to have some influence on this same situation now? isn't that because
0: because because Ramsey has literally never shown an iota of empathy for anyone in his entire life and it seems like he was not a type of character who would at all if he had done anything other than this or if he had had any intentions other than this like the only way i see Ramsey so not doing this is if somebody actively stopped him like actively killed him I I can't see him. I can't see him going. You know, Sansa. You make a great point about about agency, and I. But we've already seen
1: that he's uh, able to have. He's able to have this relationship with Miranda. It was
0: stupid to put Sansa. So what I'm saying, it was stupid to put Sansa and Ramsay together in the first place because this is what was going to happen. So do something else. No,
1: I'm saying that it's not necessarily stupid because I think that Sansa, you know, maybe she, maybe she's able to read him because she's she's already seen that he is a very. Uh, dominant, that he gets off on controlling people with the thing with Reek last episode. She, that she knows this about him. She knows that about his personality. I think it's not out of the question that we could have had her using that knowledge to, in order to take control, what, to take to, some, to some to control say, of the situation and to not be Reek. entirely controlled. And even if it's, you know, by allowing him to... And maybe that's what she's doing. Who knows? If it's by allowing him to think he's in control. Maybe, you know, that's the way that she actually takes... The power away from him but e- e- even if that was the case it should have been a lot clearer and i i don't think that i think I, that again, that's so easy that to do sh- that and not just to have oh she gets raped it's so I, shocking
0: well it's it's not shocking i don't think it's supposed to be shocking i think it's like a sad inevitability that happens over the course of the episode but it doesn't matter the thing i think is um i like i said i agree with you i think that she could have done more in this situation like i think not to of course, you don't want to blame the person, right, who has to suffer the, you know, as the victim of this. Oh, yeah, no, that, I'm blaming the kid, writers, you know, not her. The writers, you're right, yeah, just to be clear. But yes, you're right. I think that she should – she – a better writing would have made her say something. But better writing would have written better female characters in the first place. Better writing would have not put her in this situation in the first place. Better writing would have done a lot of things. You know what I mean? But the way they wrote these the, – the way they've written Ramsay, he is – beyond joffrey unreasonable so and you know we all you know we all know that scale so I, I while i could see her doing something different i don't see it affecting her situation any differently much like most of her life which is you know she's changed but the rest of her life has stayed pretty much exactly the same so i, I don't know that's just me so so while i I was not my my frustration after i came out of the episode uh i, I hated the dorn scene more let's i'll say that um because it was hilarious and terrible um is that is how upset people were and like you were saying i'm you know i don't want to watch this show anymore and yeah i, I should wanna say wanna i, I said that
1: to you off air after i watched the episode this yeah. episode made me want to stop watching the show because it was just so yes. and by the way i almost said this it didn't help that i watched this and then immediately afterwards was the mad men series mad finale men. which is right. actually legitimately good television. that's what i saw
0: right right <laughs> you said you know this was uh uh, you said I'm so glad I had that. Too. It washed the bad taste out of my I mouth. That, I think is what I said. You know that that trash that was a Game of Thrones episode. I was like, oh god, this is going to be terrible. Uh, but it, it it just seemed like a lot of people were were surprised at this direction. When and that's the, thing. I, I don't they think
1: anyone was surprised. surprised. I think people were just mad, should, and I think that they were right uh, to be if mad. If
0: people if people are mad, they should be mad that that this was the inevitability that was coming. Because the show doesn't know... But that's the
1: thing, until it happened, like I'm saying, there it's not out of the question that it didn't have to happen, based on what we know about Sansa.
0: Honestly, I thought it was going to be way worse. I thought he was, was going to pull a Theon-esque torture spree for the next four episodes until someone kills him. That's what I thought was going to happen, so that's what I've been anticipating for the past, th- th- this season. Now again, it's not something I want to happen to Sansa, obviously, that's awful. And I don't think that this is the best use of the character, and there's a lot of things, I don't think are a great idea. But That's what. As soon as they said Ramsay Bolton, I said, "Well, the one thing we know about him is that he tortured Theon for you know six months and gets off on, uh, you know, making you know humiliating him and cutting off his junk and sending it to his relatives and you know making him lose everyone he loves, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. That's what we know about him. So I anticipate him doing that to Sansa, and that's awful because she's a good character. So I don't know why they would do that. But that was as soon as that was as soon as I heard Sansa and Ramsay Bolton, that was what but I. But that's noticed. the thing. So. From my perspective, I thought that,
1: that the reason, you know, they want you to think that and which, mm-hmm. what's, you know, because obviously, because, and they maybe duh, smart. yeah, and then <laughs> right. the writing is better and they do something more interesting with it. But no, the writing yeah. is just consistently, it's exactly what you think is going to happen because, oh my God, it's going to get, uh, you know, all, so many think pieces about our show, so much press about our show. That's exactly why this happened. That's the only reason this happened. You think? That's the only reason this happened is because they knew that people would be maybe mad about why it. why they
0: ended the episode with it, yeah. I don't know.
1: And that that's that's yeah. even worse. It's like they they didn't even care that like they didn't even think that this was good storytelling. They didn't even care if this was good storytelling. They just knew that it would uh, have people talking about the show. Mm. And, it's, know, and it's and it's so, you know of all things, you know, rape of all things. It's so just gross and callous to use that in a story for that reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and I hate moral equivalency and all the rest of it, but uh the other thing too is that it's a it's un, a for, unfortunately a gendered crime, right? You know, it tends to. It,
1: yeah, I mean, not okay, we in not that. inherently, but you know, culturally, yes, I think
0: it tends to be. Yeah, yeah, culturally, obviously not inherently, and so, um, and so, it has this extra connotation to it. But anyway, I and I hated this argument with the last. Um, with the Cersei-Jamie uh, thing where they're like, you know, people can get, you know, mutilated and blah, 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 but you have one rape scene and all of a sudden people are upset. And uh, I didn't like that then because, I hate, again, I hated that scene, et cetera, et cetera. I, I, there's, there's some level of, you know, we did watch this. And, and because it's gendered and because we live in the real world where we know this stuff, you know, actually happens and we don't really see people getting tortured in basements for six months, but we do see sexual assault happen all the time. I totally understand that dichotomy. Having said that, you know, and the fact that they're using it, you know, only in female characters and only as a part of development and plot or whatever, and it's, you know, all of that, I totally understand that. But the actual acts of sexual assault in the context of the show, it's not, I, I don't know, I, especially with somebody like Ramsey Bolton, who sort of mixes pain and um, sexuality with Miranda, perhaps consensually, supposedly, as far as we can tell. Uh, yeah, they, um, I mean,
1: yeah, they seem to have a consensual, which is why I thought they were setting that up, Sansa to put herself oh, really? in that position because they are, because Ramsay and Miranda are very yeah, clearly a plan, in a very right. in like a you know dominant hap- consensual relationship.
0: That might actually happen.
1: That's what Maybe that's what should have happened in this scene. That's all I'm saying.
0: Uh, I can't imagine their first night together wouldn't have gone like this. I mean. If you had asked me last season, seeing Ramsey and going, all right, next season Ramsey and so and uh, Sophie turn, uh, Ramsey and uh, Sansa are gonna, you know, have their first night together as a wedded couple, and I'd be like, what? That's crazy. That's not gonna happen. Uh, but then you said, okay, what's gonna happen that night? I would, I would even, you know, with the progress in that season, I probably would have guessed this. So I don't know. I I will not defend the writers for putting her in this position in the first place. I just.
1: But that's what the is thing. You, I think this. What our disagreement comes down to is the fact that putting the uh, putting her in this position. I don't think you know that this is the only possible outcome, and I don't think that this is this is a this is a fantasy show. There's dragons and magic and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> They're making all of this up. Why does there ever have to be rape on this show? Ever, ever. Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. Make, well, this is their invented in fantasy ways. world. They never... They, they, you know, they never have to do that. There's no reason to ever do it.
0: that. Well, unless you want to deal with the subject matter. It, it, it,
1: but, yeah, but what I'm saying is... because It's They're not, not, not like, oh, you know, this is just an inevitability of the world. There's... This is, you know... This is a thing that has to be handled uh, in, in uh, fiction so delicately and carefully and intelligently. And... If you're not prepared we'll to say do that, that then it's not like you have to. It's not like anyone's forcing them, you know, because of, you know, this is a medieval world, you have to have this on your show. Why would you have this on your show? Why would you want this to happen on your show other than, oh, it's gonna Oh, you know, people are going to have such a reaction to this, to this scene, such a, you know, visceral reaction or whatever. It's so it's just, it just disgusts. Honestly, I
0: don't, I, I, well, honestly, to me, and this is to sound even worse just like i i have a problem with like you know the fact that it seems to be only women are naked on this show uh i don't have a problem with nudity if it's if it's equitable and i feel like if if sexual assault and rape were a thing on this show in uh if it was more ubiquitous or more whatever as awful as that is it's like if that's a thing you want to be a theme in your show for some reason, there actually is a purpose to it. And of course, I like things that have reasons and purposes. like I like cinematography that has a purpose. I like things, I like things I mean things and that have a you know tangible relevance, otherwise it's just for shock value, or whatever, right? But I don't I disagree with the idea that you can't you can't deal with these things or you can't use these things in your story. Uh, I do have a problem with things that perpetuate real world you know, biases and gender biases. And well, problems. yeah, that's my point about saying it's a that's, fantasy I show. It's like, this I mean.
1: isn't the real world. You don't have to have any of this on you. That was my thing with Loris right? Well, it's yeah, like, why does the have faith to have to, it, to but... have this anti-gay bigotry? Just because it's in... It, that's how it is in the real world? It's a fantasy show. It doesn't have to be like that.
0: Well, it doesn't have to unless you want to comment on it. And they are clearly kind of evil, so... I think okay, but it's not like they're really making like. some
1: grand political statement. Like, this is a generally agreed... Not much.
0: Way. No, it's pretty shallow, it's but I see why they're doing it. Um, but I think that in this case, uh, but I, I, still, you're saying they don't have to have it in the show, and I'm like, well, no, obviously they don't have to have it in the show. Uh, but I also would not go so far as to say that like no fantasy show should deal with. I'm not saying they should shouldn't.
1: Have, like, I'm not saying they shouldn't either. I'm just saying, for what purpose? You know why? Just, why are you? If you're a, going to do purpose, this, okay. Yeah. No, I agree. Why?
0: I agree, and I, but I would, I would make it even broader. I'd say why would you? Why would you link up Sansa's story with with Ramsey Bolton at all in, this, in order this, to further her question. development
1: and to reveal a new side of his character it I, I don't but I think it, that's entirely it, 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 no possible within uh what there's no other side to Ramsey uh, the no but we could ha- but that's the thing it's so it, uh, what should have happened and again I don't want to write the story for them but it, it's why couldn't we have learned something new about Ramsey we know that Ramsey is a completely one-dimensional, boring psychopath. Like we get it. Now he's interacting yes. with a new character. Who I hated that. him
0: the first. I hated him the first time he showed up. Now, uh, I knew this but was now, now he's interacting with a
1: new character who we know stuff about, and who the most recent thing yeah. that's happened to her in her arc is she's learning how to manipulate people. What you know, everything, all everything that uh, that adds up to in my head is okay. Obviously, uh, Sansa is going to interact with him in a different way to everyone we've seen interact with him before, because otherwise. What are we even doing with these characters? It's just, it's stale. It's repetitive. It's, it's boring. No, he's, a meat,
0: he's a meat grinder and they're just throwing characters <laughs> through him. Um, yeah, uh, there's a never, I hate it. I mean, I don't know if you remember this, but I complained the entire time Theon was being tortured. Um, or I don't, was that, was that season? No, four? that was season three. But I was too. I hated it that. It three. was
1: so, again, boring. Maybe it was like the same it, thing oh, every so episode. I was
0: talking about it. I was talking about it, yeah, talking about how I, I hated those episodes. It was, It. it was, it was, it made me sick it was just i couldn't stand the scenes um and i was like what is the point of this character and why are we still doing this and why is this still going on and then four episodes later why is this still happening um it was bad i mean talk about drawn out drawn out psychological awful physical torture etc uh it's so but knowing that you know i didn't like it then and i knew anything that happened with him in the future would be bad and so Pairing him up with you know so you know with uh, with Sansa was going to be bad so uh, you know I, I I agree she she personally has grown and per you know personally uh, to some degree and I think that there was more that she could have done in this situation or they could have written for her character in this situation but I don't I didn't see any other I didn't see any other outcome with him I mean, but no but well, okay let me
1: okay on, this is going to be a bizarre analogy and I apologize but it, let's put this in like video game terms. Like Sansa has okay. leveled up, and now she's returning to the boss that was previously too difficult uh for her to take on and but now okay. and she but she is now at least somewhat more powerful uh she has more uh, ability and uh knowledge the knowledge that she needs to uh, take on this thing that previously she just had no idea how to confront now she knows how to confront this had,
0: thing i agree but here the i mean i i, I, I mean i agree. I understand what your point is the two things i would counter with is one you may have leveled up your intelligence but that doesn't mean you're the other the other the other uh, uh what am i thinking? of stats on the on the boss might not be enough to overcome it so you're talking about strength and in and, and position and whatever might be but let's say that Ramsay smarter. and jo- let's say that Ramsay and Joffrey are
1: analogous. <laughs> We've we you know we can presume that this would have been exactly what happened to her and Joffrey if they had been married. But we saw Marjorie manipulate Joffrey with the whole scene with the crossbow. So we know that if we assume that
0: they're analogous, but not quite. I don't think he was ever quite as Joffrey. Joffrey always, killed people thought...
1: for fun too, and you know mm. he killed
0: uh, yeah, Ross, I, the prostitute. I, they're analogous in the story, perhaps, but I think that in terms of the crazy scale, I still think. But, okay so fine but that's that's the first thing and then the other thing is uh bringing it back to the analogy um you're also making the assumption that she you know she's gone and learned what she needed to learn to come back and defeat the boss right so that's the other assumption you're making and i still counter that we did not see her manipulate anyone we did not see her No take but on no any that's patently like false we did we saw her whatever. manipulate
1: the council in this episode we saw her stand up to Miranda and not be intimidated we saw her be a different character some
0: manipulation though that's not manipulation. That's just standing up. to it. No, well, she but but and she resists Miranda's scene, manipulation, manipulation. She sees through what it. What would have happened if? She, yeah, but she would have stood up to Ramsay, and how would that have turned out?
1: But that's something that she wouldn't have done to Joffrey. You know what I mean? It's like okay, you know, I'm not saying that she has to defeat Ramsay in this encounter, but it's not even marginally different. You know, the way. It w- no,
0: no, no. I agree, and like like I said, that's. But this is where I agree with you. That I do agree that she. She could have done something differently. Like, they could have written her to do something differently in this scene. I That I agree with. That I absolutely agree with. Uh, I just... You know, we didn't get some sort of... You know, when we go and we see, you know, Arius practice sword fighting with the Hound, so that next time she encounters someone who wants to mess with her, and she beats them, you're like, okay, well, that makes sense. We saw him teaching her how to sword fight. You, you, you're sort of giving me the impression that you think that that's what Littlefinger was doing with Sansa. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is that's exactly what was happening, and I don't <laughs> know
1: how like you missed that. It, that's what was happening. All right.
0: Well, I don't know that the show even agrees with that. No, I, I'm I – sw- okay.
1: Please, I'm begging you leave us a comment. No,
0: no, 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 no. no. I'm saying that like given what we just saw. In Listeners,
1: leave us a comment Uh, telling us what <laughs> yeah. you saw – seriously, uh, what you saw of Sansa of Sansa's storyline previously, if you saw, if you agree with me or Soren, because this is, this is actually really interesting. I didn't know that that way. It's going to sound kind of, you know, like I'm a jerk, but I didn't know that that was like a debatable, uh, like interpretable thing. Well, there's a lot of
0: things you, you didn't know were debatable, like the cinematography in uh, Captain America. The oh no, so, that's so, no, that's, you know, you know it,
1: it, hey, John Wick and Pompeii also great movies.
0: <laughs> okay. Let, let me just say John Wick, uh, like light years ahead of Pompeii. So just, I don't want I, to get okay. this together. I, uh,
1: uh, I mean, they're very different movies. <laughs> oh my
0: they are very different movies, but I just was like, okay, just throwing that out there. Anyway, that's all a side point. Um, I don't know that we'll come to a conclusion here. I think we had a great discussion, though. I mean, I, I um, guess
1: it, it ultimately—it really do you have does. Any last thoughts? I'll let you have the. Final y- and we, well, no. It just—it depends on what we see next week, where this goes. If that is if true. this was a prelude to uh, Sansa getting revenge or, or doing something, then it, I don't think it'll fully excuse the fact that they're again using uh, rape as a as a plot device. But I, I think agree. it will at least, you know, at least they will be doing the thing that they should have done already.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well. Uh, yes. I agree. And and I I think it's inevitable that this is building to something with Brienne and Podrick and and the people and the, the supporters of the Starks who are living in the in Winterfell and with with Sansa and probably with Theon. I think all of these things are going to come into play in the final. Maybe the final episode, and and, and
1: to Stannis shoot. is coming too. There's yeah, there's a, a lot of Santa's stuff is coming like, to a head right now in Winterfell.
0: All this stuff is coming to a head, so I know why people are upset in the scene. It is the climax of the scene, and so I understand that you know that was the last thing in people's minds. But uh, I agree that I think that seeing what comes next will also be interesting. All right. But yeah. Well, uh, next up it,
1: next week is uh, the gift.
0: Next week is the gift, which is appropriately vague. Uh, yeah, well, it is. Um, um,
1: this one could have multiple meanings. We know that the gift is uh,
0: it could be the pirates giving. Uh, well, the, to, well, the gift uh, is where Sam said that uh, the
1: wildlings should it. settle. He said "There's a lot of land in the gift that." Uh, oh, right, right, right. So, right, yeah, right, so right. I think that again, like like with um, Kill the Boy last week, I think there is a literal meaning, but it will probably have. Uh, I think they yeah they talked about like the gift of
0: except Kill the Boy didn't really have other meanings.
1: Okay, well, I, but we thought it would. Ultimately. <laughs> I think this <laughs> probably like this
0: week. Um, uh, yeah, absolutely. And so I think that, you know, it could be giving Tyrion to Daenerys, it could be giving Jorah to the... Have they talked about the
1: Gift of Mercy? Is that a, is that a thing? Uh, I don't think so. Oh. I don't remember if they've said that on the show before. If, uh... Hmm. Okay, well, it, it's... Okay. Well, all right. Maybe maybe that'll be a thing, too. But it's it's something that, at least, if, I don't know if they've called it that, but it's a something that has been a thing. Uh, it's, it's not even like, I'm not even teasing anything or spoiling anything. It's like the gift, the gift of, uh, mercy is, is, uh, what Arya did. It what Arya, any- no, it's what, well, it was what Arya did to the girl, uh, at, at the pool. It's like someone is dying and in pain and you take oh, mercy okay, on them okay, and sure. it's the gift of mercy, but it, you know, you kill them, but it's mercy. I don't know if they've called that it that. On, scene, I don't know the if way, they've called it that on the show, but they've, we've seen it.
0: We didn't even talk about it. But oh yeah. We didn't even talk
1: about that scene. <laughs> yeah.
0: That was also a good one yeah. though. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so next week the gift. Uh, thank you so much for for taking the time to talk Ooh, about this. Yeah, meeting. that was a wow. This was a heavy one. It's rough, but uh, you know I think it was valuable, and you know it was fun to have a, a differing opinion considering last season when we were both just so upset. With I'm
1: that, I'm, that I'm well. Episode. I'm really glad that we have you know we've been in general agreement uh, this season, and I uh, I'm glad that we finally we finally split on something, and I hope Fine. I hope we uh, disagree many times in the future.
0: Yeah, to more disagreements <laughs> all right well i'll uh, i'll talk to you next week